Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, share your comments and thoughts, and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And look, as we say, we are not experts. We are just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost, and always from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just your weekly friendly reminder that we now have merchandise available, Forever 35 themed merch at forever35merch.com. And you can check out our new Forever 35 executive produced podcast. She thanks just bought it wherever you wherever you pod. Yeah. Well. All right. Here we are back in mini episode land. And we're going to start with a voicemail tip. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I had to call in after listening to the episode with Carolyn Moss um, and her advice about two future brides. Um, I got married in July, and I was very stressed out before my wedding, and I went and spoke with my therapist. 
And she gave me the best response she could give. She said, what you can say to people who ask, what can I do to help? You can respond with, you know, the best thing you could do for me right now is just be happy with whatever I decide. And that helped me so much in the weeks before my wedding. So hopefully it helps other brides out there. And thanks for the pot. Mm. What great advice. Don't you? Have you ever said that to anybody no. before? I would be scared but excited mm-hmm. as a people pleaser. It's very powerful to say that. It is. I mean, it's a really nice way of being like, back off. Totally. Kind of, right? Yeah. Like, you just can be cool with whatever I decide. Yes. I thought it was great. I'm going to try that in my life. I don't know what part of my life I'm going to try it in. I'm going to try that with you. (laughs) I mean, I welcome it. (laughs) Honestly, though, I mean, people have so many opinions about how we do everything. Yes. (laughs) Well, moving on. on. (laughs) Really starting this one off with a lot of energy. Dory, we have an email. We do. I'm going to take this. Yeah, please. Hi, Kat and Dor. I noticed that a lot of your guests with curly hair almost always talk about how it's unprofessional or people have told them it was unprofessional. And I'd like to reframe the narrative on that. I have naturally very curly hair. I'm the only one in my family with it. My siblings have the perfect beach waves and my parents both have very straight hair. Growing up, my mom took very good care of my hair until I turned 11 when it all went downhill. I wanted to be as independent as possible and take care of myself like any other preteen and wrecked my hair. Most of the time, it was in a low ponytail, unbrushed and unconditioned, very close to being the saddest my hair has ever been. When I turned 16, I started to care more about my appearance and my hair was a big part of that. Around this time, flat irons and side bangs were king. You can see my problem. Pin straight hair was what all the cool girls had and maybe boys would like me more if I had this hair. Maybe I would be more liked and maybe I destroyed my hair because I wanted to fit in. In college, I experimented a lot with my hair, always had a new cut or color to try and distract from the curl, still taking curling irons, oh, the irony there, and flat irons to achieve that tousled, beachy wave look. It wasn't until maybe three years ago that I started to really love my hair. I grew it out, stopped using heat tools and hair dyes to fully explore who it was, because if you don't know, curly hair has a mind of its own. I've fallen in love with my hair and have only straightened it once. I did it right before Halloween this year. Everyone was shocked. I got so many compliments and comments. Wow, you look beautiful. Oh my God, are you going to be doing this often? Tons of likes and reactions on Instagram as well, and it all came back. The years of people seemingly only liking me when my hair was straight hit me hard, and I got upset. When listening to your last episode with Caroline Moss, she mentioned how she hated her curly hair and went through all of these lengths to change it, and dare I say, it triggered me. Side note, Caroline is great, and I love the new pod. It also reminded me of the other times your guests have said similar things, and it made me sad. And listen, I know people can do whatever they want with their hair, and I encourage that. But I just really wish that we can all stop calling curly hair unprofessional or like it's not the right thing to have and it needs to be changed. I want people to know that curly hair is the most amazing thing to have. The unruly, frizzy, wild beast on top of your head is amazing and beautiful and manageable, and odds are no one will ever be able to recreate its unique and special form. I'm sorry that was so long, and I know you both have straight hair, so it can be hard to understand, but I really feel passionate about this topic. If any of your listeners have great curly hair recommendations, I'm always up for new prods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got a couple emails about this. We did. And uh, in another email, some a listener made the point that curly hair and the idea that it's unprofessional is rooted in racism. Mm-hmm. And this is extremely important to remember 
the way hair has been policed, especially the hair of people of color. So I wanted to note that because that's not something we have noted before. And no. you and I do both have straight hair. And I, I think it's we have tr- straight hair privilege. Well, I mean, honestly, yes, yes. we do. I, I was being OK. I didn't honest. know if you were if you were making a joke. No, but no. yeah, no, we really do. I mean, I honestly, I really, really listener. I'm so glad you wrote in. I appreciate it. I think we should talk a lot more about hair. Um, and we will have to do that with guests because Dory and I, again, are just coming from the same place. Yeah. Um, but thank you, listeners. If you want to drop those hair prods recommendations in our emails, we will share them. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, you bring up a really interesting point. And actually, you know, I hadn't really noticed that that had come up a lot and in the same kind yeah, same. of way. So I'm really glad people flagged it for us. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's a really, um, you're right. Curly hair should be embraced and yeah. certainly, um, no style should be labeled as professional or unprofessional. Totally. Although I know that it's happening all the time. Yes. So we have an email. Dory, it's to you. It is to me. So I mean... And there is a YouTube link included that we will link to on our website. Um, but it says, Dory, you must watch this YouTube on empathy. It's an animated talk by Brene Brown. I learned about it, I learned about this at work as I'm getting into more of a project management slash team coach in... Agile? I suspect that's a typo. We call it being a servant leader. You did the exact right thing for your high school friend. You listened and offered empathy. I do the same. I'm a fixer. And yes, it is really hard to step back and listen and just say, I'm so sorry. That helps more than people realize. Also unrelated, I have an 11 month old and all I want for her is a pickler triangle. Which, um, as you might recall, is a wooden climbing tool for young small children. Indeed. that That I... You Turns out I might have to get sooner rather than later. Yeah, Dory's son is very agile on his feet. <laughs> Too agile. <laughs> um, but this this listener is referencing um, a recent full-length episode where you talked about how you just empathized with an old high school friend rather than trying to fix the thing they were talking about. Yes. And how revelatory that was. Yeah, and how this has been kind of an ongoing journey for me. Um, and I have to be mindful of it and conscious of it. So sort of like reframing my narrative around that has been very interesting for me. It's cool work you're doing there though. I just want to say, well, thanks. Thanks, Kate. All right. We have one more email here, but, and this is an update from a listener, um, with the listener we heard from who had two small kids who had no time for themselves. Um, and she wrote in as an update, things are slightly better. My seven month old is now nine months and he dropped his nighttime feed shortly after I wrote you. So although both still wake up and I think I'll be dealing with disrupted nights for years, it's better. My husband and I have both carved out our individual time away from the kids, which helps. And I've tried to stay very grateful for the fact that I have the privilege to be here, be their mommy and be working in a career. I love taking care of others, reframing the narrative. I mean, this email to me is like somebody living all the best points we've ever made on this podcast. Totally. Like, you're, like, totally. You're hitting it out of the park in terms of things we've talked about in the past two yes. years. You're showing some gratitude. You carved out individual time. You're reframing that narrative. Yes. And, and you're sleeping, maybe. And you're sleeping a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, you're really uh, modeling 
behavior for us. Yes. That we will try to emulate. Thank you so very much. And we're happy to hear things are going a little bit better. Yeah. Thank God. Yay. All right. Let's take a short break. Let's do it. We'll be right back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are, like, barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events there's weddings there's nights out it's vacations i mean like all the things happening in summer and what i love is that honey love has just the right thing for all those events feel comfortable and confident this summer with honey love's best selling superpower short the superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly 
the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Well, hello again. Hello. We have a really delightful holiday idea here that we're squeaking in. We are. Right under the wire from a listener. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, my name is Veronica. I love the podcast so much. I'm a long time listener. Um, and uh, I wanted to call to tell you about a fun idea that I recently did. So um, I have two sister-in-laws on my husband's side of the family and I love them so much. They are truly soul sisters for me. And um, when we get together, it's just the best. And um, we spend Thanksgiving together. And we decided this year that we would do a product swap or a prod swap, uh, as we like to call it, 
um, where we brought all of our products throughout the year that we've tried that didn't work for us or we had free samples of or, um, you know, something that we were maybe halfway through and thought wasn't right for us. Um, and we brought them and we had the best time going through each of the products and telling each other about what they were and then putting them in the middle and then we all got to kind of go for it and grab whatever we wanted and we've all been texting each other all week just saying how much we're enjoying our new products and we didn't have to spend any money and we got to try a lot of new things, um, some of which can be really expensive. So um, I thought I'd put that out there for maybe other listeners who might think that that is a cool and fun thing to do. I highly recommend it and we decided it would definitely be a yearly tradition from now on. So that's all. I hope you all are having a great uh, December and um, keep being amazing. I love you guys so much. Bye-bye. Love a prod swap. This sounds fun. It sounds super fun. I would be down for this. You don't have to spend any money. Yeah. You get to talk about the prod. Yeah. And then share it. Yes. It's a win-win, win-win-win. A win-win all around. Can I just say how fun it sounds to have soul sisters? Yes. That sounds cool. It does sound pretty sound, cool. You sound like a nice group you really do (laughs) (sighs) i don't know why that that just like weaseled its way into my little heart i don't know soul sisters um kate this next email is for you that's right that's right it is and i i i really like this email shall i read it please do I'm catching up on old episodes after becoming a listener in the last few months. And I just wanted to say thanks to you, Kate. I realize I am a people pleaser. I had no idea. I can only assume until further exploration with therapy that this is a big reason why the last few years in a doctoral program have been very challenging. I really appreciate learning this about myself by listening to your experience. I am listening to episode 62 and wondering if you have thought more about this part of yourself since then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 I think about it every day, actually. Wow. Yeah. Is that strange? No. I'm very conscious of it. I now actually bring it up in conversations, or and I've I've used it to also help myself set boundaries. Mm. <clears throat> like I realized, for example, that you know, like you and I are exploring the idea of bringing on a new person on to help us out with the podcast. And I realized I can't, as much as it pained me, I could not um, hire somebody I know mm-hmm. because I would have mm-hmm. too hard of a time. I knew for my needs, I would have too hard of a time. I just wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Not that I can't work with friends, obviously, like you and I work together, but the thought of hiring someone or if, or if we had a conflict, I just, I knew it wouldn't work for me personally. And that really bummed me out. But I also was just like, I knowing my own boundaries, I'm a people pleaser and I don't think this was, would work for me. Yeah. Does I think that that's so important. Sense? So I do think about it. And I also, here is something, listener, that I just recently became more aware of is I'm worried that the way I encourage my daughters to treat people is stemmed in my my world as a people pleaser and a person who doesn't like to cause conflict. Whoa. Yeah. And so it's, I have really had to think before I speak to them about specifically kind of about their friendships mm. where like, you know, I'm constantly, I obviously want them to be kind and respectful people, but I, I am so afraid of rocking the boat and people being mad at me and they seem less afraid of that. And I don't, think that that's a bad thing it just goes against how i am formed yeah so 
I've had to really, I don't want to lead them down the path that I am on That's currently. That's so interesting. So I have been thinking a lot about that. And I also think I've done a better job explicitly or, or worrying less about the choices I make and everybody always being happy all the time. But it is hard for me. And I'm paralyzed by making mistakes. Paralyzed is the wrong word. I am constantly in fear of making mistakes and letting people down. Do you think this is something you're going to try to unpack for 2020? Definitely. I'm talking about it more in therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it had ever come up in therapy for me. Wow. And finally, I was like, hey, I should talk to you about this. And, you know, I think it probably also correlates to every other thing I'm dealing with in my life, my emotional, mental life. So yeah, I'm working on it. I also think that, you know, being a quote unquote people pleaser, it's also not a bad thing. You know, so totally. many of the times the way we talk about these things about ourselves, it's like, this is negative and I've got to yeah. fix it. And it's like, well, there are also qualities, you know, in that personality type that are wonderful. Yes. So to all my fellow people pleasers out there, I mean, hey, we can't both, if we were both people pleasers, this wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. But if we were also both like me, it wouldn't work. No, we, we, we luckily met people have- displeasers. <laughs> That's who we are. That's not what you are. I know. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're less afraid of like the disappointment of others. It's not like you are constantly seeking to disappoint people, but no. it's not, it doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare you. Mm-hmm. And having to say no, doesn't scare you. In fact, I often enjoy saying no. Oh God. It's no very hard a for me. sentence. Wow, look, okay. Mm-hmm. Episode <laughs> title. Switching gears. <clears throat> we have a really interesting email that I don't know if I know how to answer, but I felt, I feel like we want to share it with the audience. Maybe yeah. someone will have some thoughts. Yes. Hi, Cat and Door. Longtime listener, first time emailer. I'm looking for slightly atypical dating advice. Not sure you'll want to answer this on the pod. Oh, we do. Because I know you have younger listeners, but I think it's a real concern a lot of other people might also relate to. I'm a young professional in my late 20s and have started dating with gusto, actively looking for something serious. I don't have a problem getting dates. I'm funny, attractive, and outgoing, but I'm struggling with how to date without having sex too soon. Lest you think I'm a virgin or saving myself, I'm not. I love sex. I live for it. I think it brings a real intimacy and allows me to connect on a deeper level. However, I got herpes from an ex about a year ago. While I've made my peace with it, parentheses, it's just a skin condition on your genitals that a lot of people have. I know. It's added another layer to the already complex situation of dating. I've been lightly and strongly rejected by the last five men I've dated when I bring up that I have herpes two to three dates in. So I've decided to wait on the convo and have sex so that they can get to know me first. But the question is how logistically, physically, mentally, I am struggling to come up with five plus dates that don't end up with us on a couch at the end of the night and me having to disclose. The other big issue is that I'm a very sexual person and it's really hard to hold back such a big part of myself for weeks on end while I'm getting while I'm getting close to someone I like. The one time I've lasted that long, I ended up with a guy who was not very into sex to begin with. Any advice you or other listeners have is much appreciated. I would love to hear from some listeners with herpes how they have managed dating. Yeah. And when they have disclosed that they have it. The other thing that I would say and again, I I defer to people who have herpes on this but there is a part of me that's like these guys who 
you know, rejected you after you brought it up, I'm kind of like, fuck them. I am too. You know, like they, they saved you time by showing that they were assholes like early on. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You know what I mean? So you're saying bring it up rather than waiting the five plus dates. I think three dates in is a good time to bring it up. But again, I have not had to bring this up. We're not speaking from experience. So I'm not speaking from experience here. You could, if someone who has herpes can come in and say that I'm totally wrong about this. Um, But my, my gut is that three dates in is a good time to bring it up. um, Because I think by then, like, you know, you know, if you want to have sex with someone, I think waiting five or more dates, I think that is a long time because sometimes like, especially when you're, when you just start dating some, someone, sometimes you're only seeing them like once a week. So five dates could be like over a month, you know? Yeah. And I guess my other suggestion would be to like, (laughs) I don't know how realistic this is, um, but try to date as many people at once as you can. Hmm. Because like, why not? Then you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Right. You're not just sitting there and. Yeah. And they also asked like, what are some dates to do that don't just end up kind of like in a, in some sort of sexual situation? Well, I think the, the goal is to not go back to one of your apartments or houses, right? Like end the date with a kiss by your car or by the subway, like wherever, you know, wherever the date's ending, the date is ending. Um, maybe do dates on weeknights. So you have a good excuse to not go back to someone's apartment, a morning date, uh, do a brunch date. I mean, you can still bone after brunch, let's be honest, but totally, but you could also have another place to be. Right, right, right. Um, I think, you know, an activity, especially like, especially a second or third date, you could do an activity like bowling or karaoke mm-hmm. or I don't know. What do people do? I don't know. I'm 40 and I haven't dated in like 15 years. Matt and I went to Disneyland on our second date. That's cute. It was cute. That's like movie cute. Yeah. It was pretty cute. I mean, that only really applies to Los Angeles and Orlando based listeners. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, or Paris, Shanghai, uh, there's Disneyland, Disney in Japan. Yes. Disney, Tokyo, Tokyo. Okay. So all of you, all those places, you can do this. I don't know. This is a tough one. I don't have, I don't think because we don't have the personal experience, we don't really know, but I'm hoping by opening up listeners. Yeah. Thank you for writing us in, writing in about this and trusting us with this one listener. We appreciate it. We hope, we hope you find a good egg. Yes. These dudes who are rejecting you. What ding dongs. Yeah, seriously. But again, dodge, dodge the bullet. Totally. All right, let's take another short break. Yes, please. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows 
all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Well, we have returned. (laughs) We never, we didn't go anywhere. That's true. We've been sitting here the whole time, but we just (laughs) come back on. Uh, Okay, we've got another sad tip that is so great no one had no one has shared this one yet that i felt like we had to play this and again sad meaning seasonal affective disorder yes tips about being sad well it is kind of tips about being sad but also i say seasonal affectiveness disorder which is wrong (laughs) but i can't not say it Okay, okay here we go hi kate and dory my name is alexis I am from Kansas City, Missouri. I'm currently living in Lansing, Michigan, but I'm calling you on Thanksgiving. And so I'm calling you from Kansas City, Missouri. I just wanted to say that I am super grateful this year because on Tuesday, my father was in a major car accident, a rollover at night in the dark. And it's so scary. The pictures of the car are incredible that it's just a miracle that he survived. And so I'm extra grateful that he survived. He's alive. He's home. We're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving together here in about an hour. And I had a minute to get my makeup on and get ready. And I was listening to the podcast. And I heard um, that there was a listener that wanted to know some seasonal depression type hacks or just in general. And one of the things that I started doing recently is watching live cams at zoos. They have these live cams set up in various zoos all across the country, probably across the world, and you can watch the animals. And I think it's super soothing and peaceful. Recently, there was an NPR story about the panda baby getting um, sent back to China, and um, I started watching that live cam before he left. And I realized, hey, this is a nice little break, or it's kind of fun to take a little sneak peek of the animals playing around. 
So that is something to pass along to everyone. Okay, I better go get ready for Thanksgiving. This is my first Thanksgiving as a divorced lady, so single lady at Thanksgiving dinner. But um, my dad's definitely stolen the show with his turn of events this week, so I'm not so worried about any conversations about me being a single lady at Thanksgiving. Okay, have a great um, rest of 2019, and I can't wait to see what's in store for 2020. Thank you. Goodbye. Wow. I just love so many layers of this voicemail. Same. First of all, we're both so glad that your father is okay. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That must have been really hard to go through. So scary. Yeah. So we feel your gratitude. We share it. Also, shout out to that first Thanksgiving as a divorced lady. Yeah. Hope you rocked it out. Yeah. Now on to <laughs> Zoo, Zoo Cams. <laughs> Why did I never think of this? I, I it's have, genius. It's so genius and it sounds so soothing. Mm-hmm. I've never even watched a Zoo Cam. Mm, I've, I've only watched like, um, I've watched puppy cams. I've clicked. I've sure. watched um, those cams that they had on like... Uh, like the eagles that were waiting for their eggs to hatch. I vaguely remember this. That was kind of like a viral <laughs> moment. Hawks. I forget what kinds of birds they were. Yeah, I've watched those, but I've never watched a zoo cam. I haven't either. And you know, I have to say the one thing that, that really like struck me about this in a delightful way is that we've been doing this podcast for two years. And we've asked people for their like tiny, simple self-care routines. And this has never come up until now. Correct. And like that just to me means like there's a whole world of self-care routines out there. Yes. That are so individualized yes. and so wonderful. And like, yes, a zoo cam. That Bring sounds it like on. a great way to end the day. Bring on a zoo cam. Anthony King is emerging into the house again. You ever watch a zoo cam, Anthony King? Okay. Well, there we go. There's our answer. Yep. It's not his self-care practice, but. That's okay. It might be somebody else's. I would definitely do this. Yes. So I just, that's all I want to say. Okay. I'm down for a zoo cam. So if other people watch zoo cams. Uh, yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Do you have a favorite zoo cam that you watch? Oh, I would like to know that. And yeah. also what animals. Mm-hmm. What animals are the most soothing? Yeah. And what zoo? What zoo has what the best zoo? Vibe? Yeah. Or what like animal sanctuary? Yeah. I mean, look. Yes. This... I think some people don't feel great about zoos. Right. But there have to be other places to watch animal cams yes. i mean look this was a plot point on schitt's creek oh well way to bring it back to schitt's <laughs> creek kate <laughs> talk about self-care interesting yep. yeah all right well this is our last mini app of 2019 i too can't wait to see what 2020 has in store same hopefully more sleep and a lot more great listener questions oh we have the best listeners. We do. Thank you, listeners, so much. We really appreciate you. We do. Have a great end of your year. Bye. Bye.